What up, Sibs Nation? What an amazing weekend of NFL divisional round playoff football. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Do you agree? I mean, come on. Those games were nuts. Silly. We are back. Sibs on Sports, episode number 41. Dan the Man, Pat Daddy, back at it. Talking all things sports. Talking about MLB, Hall of Fame. Talking about the game picks coming up this weekend. We got all that. Dive right into it. Here we go. What's up, Sibs Nation? Your boys are back with another podcast. This is episode 41. It is Wednesday, January 26th. Uh, Pat, before we get into what's trending, we do need to let everyone in the world know, if they don't know now, that today marks two years since the passing of nine individuals that were on a helicopter crash in Southern California. Obviously, two of the big names were Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gianna Bryant. So this is that two-year anniversary um, just wanted to send well wishes to all of the families that obviously went through that devastating accident. Uh, you'll see a lot of it on sports today. I'm sure when we get into basketball later tonight, there's going to be some performances. I think that will stand out just due to the relationship that Kobe had with a lot of basketball players. And this being the anniversary, I think they're really going to hit the court hard tonight. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those dates where, where were you on this date when you heard the news kind of thing that everyone always plays off when you, when you have someone that is such a legend and someone that means so much to you when someone that you probably never even fully met, but like they mean so much, just celebrating, yeah. especially for all the families to not only Kobe Bryant to all the other victims that were lost. So yeah, but it's amazing to see how much strength Vanessa Bryant has yes. pushing forward. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So with that said, man, let's jump in podcast 41. We're going to start with what's trending. I think the biggest news that you see out there right now is Sean Payton stepping away from the saints. Sean Payton is out in New Orleans, out in the Bayou. I mean, if there was a time to walk away from New Orleans, I think <laughs> yeah. it's this year. You know, they they owe what like seventy mil over the cap or whatever. Yep. They they're struck. They have no answer at QB. I think this is a perfect time for him. If he was, you know, he's had a great career. He's had a good run there. Life without Drew Brees is a little tough. I think yeah. you can see, and there's not a clear picture think it's a good sign i mean he is on contract what for another two to three years they still have him for for three years so if he decides to come back to coach next year or whatever they still own his rights so they will Mm -hmm. either he he'll he'll have to give compensation back or they may have to trade him with a team or something along those lines so he still has three years on that deal it's the end of an era, you know, with him and the breeze and not only because they stand for a lot more for New, this uh, city of New Orleans, for the state mm-hmm. of Louisiana, for being there. They were pillars in the Hurricane Katrina of just trying to get back to normalcy and trying to build. So they mean a lot more in that community than most fan bases and a normal coach would. So he will go down as a legend there for all the things that he's done. My prediction, he spends a little time in the booth like his boy Drew Brees, maybe calling some games. And I think. In a few years, where Dallas is going to be yep. calling, and he's going to be back in Dallas. Once upon a time, he was a coordinator there, and it just seems like Jerry won't resist himself. And maybe Peyton still has something that he can do in Dallas. So I think uh, Mr. McCarthy, there, there <sighs> might be a few times left ever. So Sure. No, I was, you know what? I was waiting for you to say that. That was, that was going to be what I mentioned is a lot of talk now is Sean Payton stepping away from New Orleans, but there's a connection there with Dallas and Jerry Jones and that type of stuff. So 
Um, I, I agree with you. I think him stepping away right now at this time makes sense. I mean, the, they're not a championship football team at the moment. They got a nope. lot of issues at the quarterback position, question marks there. Who knows what happens with Michael Thomas? I think that he's gone, which then yeah. you kind of feel bad for Alvin Kamara because he's the last, you know, cornerstone to what that big offense was. But sure. Who knows what happens, but I, 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 I agree with you with the Cowboys connection. I don't know how many years he's going to be out. Maybe one. I think it depends on what Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott and all that they do next year going into the season. I, mm. I think it puts Mike McCarthy in a really tough spot. He's going into a season where he's going to be looking over his shoulder all season long, and you're going to notice all that even this offseason leading up to next season. So puts him well, in a pretty bad spot, I feel like. Well, it does, but you know when you're a new coach, you typically get three years. This is yeah. year, it will be year three for him. Same with Ron Rivera, some with other coaches. Three years, we got to see something right here. And if he <laughs> hasn't done anything to make the leap, and what they had was a great content, they were contenders supposedly this year. So if it starts rocky, he might not end year three. Yeah, I, that's a really good point as well. Uh, it'll be a good storyline to watch during the offseason, along with many others. I'm sure that'll pop up. But um, Sean Payton out in New Orleans. Next, what's trending? Baseball Hall of Fame. David Ortiz, the one and only in his first year of eligibility to get into the Hall of Fame. No Bonds, no Clemens. Nope. Last year of eligibility. What's your take on all that? My take on all of that is I don't think we'll see Bonds and Clemens ever in. I don't think so. It's just, it's sad to say, I don't want to say never because it could happen. And selfishly, I think they, they, I don't know if I think they should be in. You have, (laughs) we've talked about this before, but they, they were, they were guys that we know and associate with the game as being some of the best in the game that we've ever witnessed. And, you know, with all the allegations and whatnot it is, but Let's make this about Big Poppy. Big Poppy deserved it. I think oh, his absolutely. career, what he did for Boston, talk about being huge for the city and travesty as well. Like, I mm-hmm. think, you know, he is a legend in that right as well. So that he deserves it and his play, the best DH of all time. Yeah. The best DH of all time. So yeah. first ballot, that's, uh, I think it's well worth it for me. Yeah, I David Ortiz was no questions asked. Um, and it doesn't shock me he got it on that first ballot. Like you said, I mean, you go back to the, series against the Yankees and the game-winning home runs to the Boston Marathon bombing on the day that they have Patriot Day and they usually play a baseball game early in the afternoon and you know him coming out and speaking yes. to the t- to the audience we about are that. Boston exactly yeah. mm-hmm. um he's Boston through and through and he Boston put up all strong. the numbers Boston strong great career I, I think he deserves it um it's nice to see that I'll touch l- really briefly on the Bonds and Clemens there is they do have one more chance there's a veterans board that votes in December it's made up of 16 people um mm-hmm. they will be the final vote on whether they get in or not after that then they're done because their years of eligibility are over i will say this about barry bonds i think yeah i want to hear your take he should Being a get, san francisco guy i think he should get in and i think he should get in for this and i'm gonna i'm gonna take a little bit from jeff passan who's an mlb insider slash analyst he has a great article up i don't know if it's on espn or mlb.com um <clears throat> the baseball hall of fame is a museum that tells the history of the sport of baseball. How, if it's a museum with the history of the sport of baseball, do you not put in the man that has the most home runs in the history of the game, the man that has the most home runs in in a single season? 
in the game. Right. That is a huge chunk of history in the game of baseball that you are not putting into that museum. So when people follow the game and they go to the Baseball Hall of Fame and they look through the history and follow that, there's a huge gap that's going to be missing. And I understand there's the steroid issue and all that, but during the time that Bonds was playing, Major League Baseball themselves were not even testing for PEDs. So regardless mm-hmm. of whether he was guilty or whatnot, you know, the storyline and all of that, during the time that he played, and he didn't play, he didn't, whatever he did, if he did it or didn't use it, he didn't do it his whole career. So he put up good numbers before you got into the steroid era. But I just right. think for the history of the game and the way you look at the museum and, and the Hall of Fame and all of that, I think you have to put Bonds in there because of what he did in his career. And he holds those ultimate numbers. I think it's very similar to what we said on the podcast about Aaron Rodgers and MVPs and those riders getting the opportunity to vote whether they win MVP. And like you said, you had a great point and said they need to vote for what they do on the field, not what their personalities are. You're off right. the field. And I think You're that's right. the same for Bonds. I think some of these riders are voting based off of their feeling towards him and maybe what's going on outside of what he did on the diamond. So see, I would say I, that for bonds, but right. See, I, I'm with you and I, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I have mixed reviews, you know, because sure. I think anything to do to taint the game and use an advantage, you know, should be, should be taken off. You should be off sure. the board for that. But what the problem is in that era, there were, you couldn't find many guys that were not, tainting the game and using that advantage there was it was all over the place so that's the thing yeah, is like was the, was the level playing field really that even you know because look at all these guys that name the list goes on and on you can't go back and think about all those heavy hitters even pitchers that weren't mentioned in some kind of report on yeah. that so it, it's hard it's hard to if, if that's the case then then maybe it is washed and they deserve it so History is a big thing. He should be mentioned in history. And I'm, I'm with you on that part. Yeah. I mean, like you said, it's you could you kind of go either way. I just think if you look at the history of the game, the museum and what it stands for, how do you not have the one that has, you know, those big numbers that are in there? But we'll see in December. They get one more chance. It's a tough hill, uphill climb, but and then knows, that's man. the last shot, right? Yeah, that's their last yeah. shot. Yep. That'll be yeah. it. So, all right. Um, hey, that covers what's trending. It was short and sweet, but we're going to get into what I think everyone is saying. Going, the greatest, the greatest, weekend, the greatest of weekend. It is instant classic all the, over the place. Every single game. It was like every game was like, hey, hold my beer. How are we going to yes. top this one? Hey, hey hold my yeah. beer. Watch. And it was right. I mean, everyone came to a last second uh, points, last second last field goal to win, last second scoring drive. It was uh, you can't write. You couldn't have predicted better four games going into divisional round weekend. And it was just that's why the NFL, the shield is what they are. They get the most views and the drama. It, it, every single game was incredible. And it, uh, it was nuts. It really was. Yeah. Um, let's start with that first one. Bengals take down the Titans. You and I both had the Titans in this game. King Henry was coming back. We yeah. just thought it was an uphill climb for the Bengals. Yeah. And it wasn't. They made it work at the end. I will say this. And we can get into this a little bit if you want to jump on the Bengals first. But last year, Ryan Tannehill was playing to almost an MVP type level. I mean, there were other players playing better, but you could have put him top five, top six, whatever. Arguably best season of his career. Comes out this year. He wasn't talked about as much. Stats weren't as great. He did have some injuries with Julio and obviously Henry going down. But they continued to win. They got the number one seed. They got in the playoffs. He throws three picks, three yep. crucial picks. Costly. 
huge in a game huge for me watching that game the first thing that came to my mind was mike rabel in his mind saying this ain't this isn't my guy this is not mm-hmm. the guy that's going to win me a super bowl so right. i'm interested to see what happens in the offseason with him the tennessee titans and maybe what goes on moving forward but when i saw that in the way he played i mean you can argue he cost him the game yeah, yeah, you could definitely argue that. And we were going into the weekend just saying, look at all these elite quarterbacks. You can't win in this league without an elite quarterback. And the bottom of that, those teams that were in there, you were talking about either the Tannehill and you were talking about Jimmy G. Jimmy G yep. Both of them showed a little bit why they, they are not mentioned in those elite. No offense. I mean, your guys got the win, but I think we'll get to oh, that absolutely. game. They won despite Jimmy G, not because mm-hmm. of Jimmy G, yep. you know, uh, in that in that regard. Same that could be said with Tannehill. Now, the problem is there is so little amount of those elite guys. Joe mm-hmm. Burrow, they you you hit the lottery when you get with those Burrows and those Herberts and those Josh Allens. Yeah. And that's very hard to do. But what his problem is, there's elite. These are pretty good guys that you clearly can't you can't move off of. And I think Tannehill is in that category with the Jimmy G's, with the Kirk Cousins, with okay. the yeah. Derek, Derek Cards, like the, in that regard. And then there's those guys that you're just still searching with, like you know. So there's there's three levels to the QB thing, and unless they can get a huge upgrade, you have to ride it out with Tannehill. And it sucks because I think, you know, will they win a Super Bowl with Bowl with him? I don't think so. But then again, you're better off trying to get there with him than the other option. Because you don't know what that other option potentially is. Yeah, I agree with that. That's a good, and, really good point. And the defense played their ass up. They sacked Joe did, Burrow man. nine times, nine yeah. times. <laughs> nine I think that was times. the, like, for them to not win that game for the nine, having nine sacks yeah. is pretty remarkable. And home field and Derrick Henry. Yep. And, man, it, but Joe Burrow found a way at the end, got him on that drive. Big, big kick by the kicker. I mean, Huge. shout out to him, him going what in they, there. They call him Money Mac. Right. Last name's McPherson. They call him Money Mac. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I like your point on Tannehill. Uh, Obviously, there's going to be some of those elite quarterbacks potentially in the market this offseason. I don't know what the contract situation is with Tannehill and the Titans and if they're able to move from him and maybe try to go after a Russell Wilson or a Deshaun Watson, if that's the case, or even an Aaron Rodgers, depending on what he decides to do. Um, But yeah, if that's not an option and you can't get one of those guys what's next for you? You know, what's like next? the Niners trade Jimmy G. Are you going to dump Tannehill for Jimmy G? You're not, I, I wouldn't say you're upgrading in that position. You're kind of just leveling out. So yeah, um, yeah. that, that puts him in a tough spot, but in a game like that, he's just got to do better. And that was just really bad performance for a number one seed quarterback. Uh, but with Burrow and the Bengals, I mean, he didn't throw any TDs still threw for 348 yards. Chase had his five and a hundred. You know, Higgins showed up in this game as well, where the previous yeah. game he was a little quiet. So Uzama was huge. The tight yeah. end was huge too. Making I'm gonna big say plays, this about the crabs. Bengals, and we'll get to our game picks obviously in a little bit, but the word that comes to mind about the Bengals is sneaky. Yeah, they're just sneaky. You know, mm-hmm. you look at mm-hmm. them and you're like, Well, it's too early for them. They're too young, they're not ready. This is playoffs. I don't know, man. I don't Nick know. Could do. yeah. they're, they're doing what they need to do to win, to continue to win. And, and in the playoffs, that's what it comes down to. It doesn't have to be pretty. You don't have to throw five touchdowns, 500 yards, and you just got to have more points than your opponent. And that's what they were able to do against Tennessee. And 
what you want to do is if you want to believe in your quarterback and I, there's no one with more confidence going in with mm-hmm. hasn't had the resume, hasn't had the resume in the, in the big league yet, but this guy believes it. If you look at it and look at those press real, conferences, I, yep. I think it's authentic. I don't mm-hmm. think he's pulling anything. I think he has the most confidence in himself to go against anyone. And it doesn't matter anyone's what they've done before. It's a matter of I'm here now and I'm going to give it everything I got, even though I'm going to get blasted. And I was ready because, you know, he was getting blasted, no protection. And we thought this immediately about what we originally said on draft day, that why you have to protect this guy because he's one, he's going to be amazing. So I was looking back, I was like, as they're not there without Jamar Chase, it wasn't the wrong pick for them not to pick him because that's not what what I'm saying by this at all. They're not there because if they don't draft Jamar Chase right there. So they did hit on that, but you have to make sure you're protecting that guy at all costs. With that amazing uh, injury that he had, ACL injury the, in year one, so he's everything. I just would ne- I would hate for any injury to, you know, not get us not to see what this guy can truly be in this league. Yeah, and like you said, with the nine sacks, you think that would kind of crush that confidence as the games goes on. You know, like I come on, guys, you're not protecting, especially coming off that brutal injury, but. Dude, they did what they needed to do, and they got that point win. Any fingers, yeah, yeah, and they're going against a team that I'm going to say right now probably isn't going to get nine sacks on Joe Burrow. So right, right, there's, right. There's there's some hope there for Cincinnati oh, yeah. in they're, that next yeah. matchup. So yep. we'll see, People, man. And they they don't mind being dismissed. I think you know, like that. Oh, that no. us, dismiss us, okay? That's fine. You know, we're going to go to Arrowhead, hostile environment, team that's been there. Four years in a row, mm-hmm. this AFC championship, no, no stranger to this AFC championship game, but I feel like they don't care. They don't, they don't, they don't, yeah. they don't care. They, they don't, don't care. care. Yep. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Um, oh. All right, let's go matchup number two. That was took place on Saturday night, Saturday night, Saturday night, Saturday right? night. Yeah. Come on, baby. You're 49ers. Going the Lambo, frozen tundra, cold snow, all bang, good. Bang, bang, niner gang. Bang, 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 bang niner gang. Holy smokes. Perfect football weather, and the Niners take down Aaron Rodgers. 13-10, another last-second field goal by Robbie Gold. As good Robbie as gold, Gold, the gold mine, the gold mine for 49ers. What coincidence that is. And this game was won. I already, I already hinted that. Well, not because of Jimmy G., Special teams and defense Special won this game defense. for San Francisco. That defense, the Packers went on the first drive, went down the field, clinical, clockwork, easy, looked so easy that they could just score. And then they put nothing on the board ever since then. It yep. was the craziest thing. They made it look so easy the first drive and then nothing after that. The defense stepped up, they responded. And I think what you say for the San Francisco team is they just do not quit they do not quit they They do not get down they shake it off and they are physical they are super duper physical with the way they tackle the way they are up front the way they run the ball the way they use my boy the silverback in at the fullback (laughs) and plow him he's a winner of the angry runs trent williams is my guy i love him Debo, no one has an answer for Debo. I said it every single podcast. No one has an answer for him. They don't. Yeah. And the way they utilize him, Shanahan deserves all the praise for that. Jimmy G had a couple YOLO balls that could have been picked that were not, but mm. give him credit. He made big throws early on that his receivers did not catch too. Yep. Right? That's a really good that. point. 
Kittle with the big drop. We had a couple other receivers with a big drop. Um, so they weren't helping him early on. But, you know, this team, special teams and defense will win it. And Green Bay, another year another of, yep. of high expectations, Rodgers Super Bowl. And this was – I said they weren't going to go one and done, and they did. Yeah. <laughs> and I, now, now they have all the questions now. <laughs> I just wonder how – I mean – I should, I guess having the number one seed in the playoffs in the conference is valuable, but I wonder how valuable because, you know, a lot of the playoffs is the team getting hot at the right time. And if they can stay healthy and they're hot at the right time, anything can happen. And you have three road teams won. Yeah. You had both number one seeds sitting at home last week. They're at home playing this week and they both go down. They come out flat and they both go down. So Mm -hmm. I wonder sometimes how, how valuable having that number one seat is. I mean, if you have to heal up and things like that, then I understand. But if you're at full force and you're just sitting out a week, I don't know if that necessarily always works in your favor, but I am so glad that you talked about the defense. You know, you watched the narrative on all the sports shows this week um, after the game. And it was Rogers just didn't perform in, in, in a big key moment and the Niners special teams and all this stuff, but they d- didn't talk about the Niners defense at all. I'm going to give you some really good stats right now. They sacked Rodgers in that game five times. Nice. They played Dallas the week before. They sacked Dak Prescott five times in that game. Okay. Week 18 against the Rams to win to get into the playoffs. They sacked Matthew Stafford five times in that game. 15 sacks in three games. So what you're telling me five is the magic number. Championships. (laughs) Yes. So you want five sacks this weekend. We want five sacks again against Matthew Stafford, but it's not just that. They run the ball. And you know, it was bad weather. Physical. Offenses weren't doing a whole lot, but the top three rushers in the in the playoffs right now, number one is Elijah Mitchell, number two is Josh Allen, number three is Debo Samuel. So they have the two of the top three rushers in the playoffs right now. Their Mm -hmm. defense are getting at least five sacks over the last three games. And like you said, I think it's similar to the Bengals. They believe, the Niners believe, you know, yeah. go ahead and block out selling tickets at SoFi Stadium. Whatever you guys need to do to get that all your is team, so lame. Your fans there, I know. All that your is fans so there, damn lame. Matter, man. That is so lame. That Sorry for anyone that's a Rams fan. What are you doing here? Yeah. Where's the but, cutoff actually there? But Okay, go ahead. I, I just... If their defense can continue to do what they've done over the last three games, I mean, obviously that week 18, they gave up a lot of points, but had to come back to win that game. But since then, they gave up 17 to Dak, number one offense in the NFL all season long, and then they gave up 10 to Aaron Rodgers. I understand weather played an issue in that game, but you're at home. You're Aaron Rodgers. This is where you've played your entire career. You should know how to play in that type of weather, and you should be able to win that game. And you didn't because the defense stepped up. They absolutely they were the ones that were supposed to win the game. They had the more pressure because they were supposed to do it. You know, like that Niners. No offense. Like they think about it as oh, good absolutely. as this Niner team that I, I believe that they can do it. They had to win week mm-hmm. 18 just to get in, just to even get here. Big come from they had been set. So it's uh it's crazy. And there's so many things that that Rodgers did not play up to potential at all. But the defense completely sealed it up for him and yeah now and they now they're with questions thank god for the special teams man that that, that block punt and score was that's it because huge. yeah and huge. i'll say this too they're not winning because of jimmy g they haven't been winning because of jimmy g right but they got the ball and they had to drive down and get in field goal range to win the game and jimmy yeah. g made 
two or three really good throws, two to Kittle over the middle to pick up long first downs and yep. one to Debo Samuel. So at the time when he needed to make good throws, he did. And that was huge for us. But he's got to going into this game against the Rams. You can't have any of these forced throws because right. it, it, not against this defense. Turnovers, turnovers in any game are brutal mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. But in the game to go to the Super Bowl and you're playing the Rams in their stadium. Yeah. Where the Super Bowl is going to be held. Yeah. You got to clean that shit up because that's, yep. they, it's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough. But and I, I, they battle. believe Here man, we are. They believe. They believe. So. They believe. We'll see. All right, we'll get we'll we'll dissect that when we get to the game picks and and talk about the matchups there because there is some history. There is some rival, history. Yeah, division rival right there. It's tough. There we go. Um, yeah. All right, matchup number three: the Rams go into Tampa and take down Tom Brady, thirty twenty-seven. What a freaking game! Oh, by the way, I don't know if you knew this, but Cooper Cup's freaking good, and somebody should guard him. Someone should guard him. Well, I. I just I think that's a terrible call right there to to blitz right there right terrible. at the end of the game you know I mean that's the game you you got what you wanted Brady almost leads at a better comeback than the twenty eight to three kind of epic. like that 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 looked like it was going to be the Falcons all over again you know and I I thought they were out of the game completely you oh, know absolutely. because they had such a lead Rams were rolling and Brady battled back with with you know guys that you don't hear of then they were just getting it done. Um, but the credits, the Rams, they took care of it. Um, and yeah, it was, a, it was a unbelievable game, unbelievable comeback, but, uh, you got to go Cooper cup and just the call right there. And you got to give a shout out to Matt Stafford. This is why they brought Matt Stafford in to make sure he wins these type of games. And he wants to be in these memorable playoff games that he never was. And this was something that he did to get the monkey off his back and get forward. But the Rams are in this for Super Bowl or bust and that they need him to get to the Super Bowl. They've gotten to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. So if you can't get anything short of a Super Bowl for the Rams, I feel like with all these moves, then the season was a loss. But they took down the GOAT, the defending champ, and they deserve all the props for that. When they almost caught the game up, they took they secured it. Well, and that that's the big question, Mark, is is the Rams defense allowing that comeback that's got to get fixed obviously this mm-hmm. week going into the next I, game but the I, stars I came think, out I, I i don't think it's the rams defense yes let them back in the game but four fumbles right there came yeah, fumbled it twice i think the four fumbles are really what helped bring the the buccaneers back in the game you know that's, like the four yeah. turnover that's they they almost coughed it all away yeah that's that's a great point um you know the stars came out Cooper Cup went off nine catches, 181. Like you said, Stafford, 350 mm-hmm. plus yards, two TDs. Brady does Brady things. Evan stepped up. Gronk yeah. was there. Playoff Lenny got his two tutties. I mean, yeah. everything that you could ask for in a game and for it to end the way that it did was it was incredible. Um, yeah. I, I agree. I don't understand why you call that blitz on the last play and you put Cooper Cup in one on one coverage. Send mm-hmm. everybody, but double Cooper Cup. Like right. I, I just sometimes I wonder what these defensive coordinators are thinking. And I know you get caught up in the moment and it say they get pressure on him, and he's not able to get the pass off. And then all of a sudden Tampa's in a good spot. I get that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the guy was dissecting you up all game long. That's well, the a, one dude you gotta stop. Mr. Mr. Triple crown. You know what yeah. I mean? You gotta, you gotta keep an eye on them. That that's their only shot to get in it. But 
credit to the Rams. They got it done. They and took I know advantage. It, I know it's difficult for a skill position player to win MVP, and I don't think the MVP voting carries into the playoffs. Right. But with a performance like that, I mean, yeah. how do you yeah, not consider hard. Cooper Cup to be up there? Super valuable. Because He's it's so valuable for this team. It's very rare to see a wide receiver do what he did this year, but then be able to continue to do it. You know, yeah. so if that's an opportunity, I wouldn't mind it going to him. You know, well, just think I don't of, think you could argue it. Just think of the non QBs that are left in this playoffs that are complete. You can make the argument of MVPs, Debo Samuel, mm-hmm. Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. and Jamar Chase. Like, yep. look at the look at the guys that aren't in QB that are still like difference makers, X factors that that are just a human mismatch. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you're right on that. Um, yeah. So Niners Rams pick. in SoFi. Take your pick. One of those guys. You can only have one. <sighs> Debo Samuel, Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase or Tyreek Hill. I'm going to be biased and go Debo just, of course because, you will. <laughs> just because he's playing multiple positions. So you can yeah. utilize him maybe a little bit more, but that's re- I love that. I, I love wouldn't that be wrong yeah. with taking any of any of them. <laughs> Tyreek um, Hill, Hill is just so fast. He's so fast. And we're, let's get into it right now. Man. Oh my. The last game of oh. the greatest weekend of football. I would say was the Super Bowl before the Super Bowl. We called it the Super Bowl going in. And I was trying to think back of a better regular season game that I've ever seen. And I couldn't think of one. I thought about maybe the Rams versus the Chiefs on that Monday night game when they put up 50 points. But that was just an offensive, like, juggernaut. This was like, we had some defensive plays in there, too. Like, they they were fine in a way. I thought it was the best. I don't know if it's the best regular season game ever, but I think it might be the best quarterback battle that I've Mm -hmm. ever seen. Like of the next, you're talking about the next Brady and next uh, Manning right here. I think we're looking at it between these guys in the AFC because they're young, what they're doing. They're so valuable to their teams. They can, they just get the game and it's a heartbreaker for Buffalo. It was a heartbreaker. I think most people wanted Buffalo to prevail. If you're not, you know, if you're not living in Missouri right there, but uh, uh, it's, it, it, it was a heartbreaker to see what they, the lead changes in the last two minutes go down. That was uh legendary stuff, but 13 seconds is what we're going to remember is yeah. what's going to live on for in Buffalo. It's going to live on for Kansas city, the way they did that. And it came down to last 13 seconds and you don't want to be a dead horse, but what were they doing on defense right there? The number one defense, number one right? defense, the number one defense, two guys you have to kind of keep an eye on. And they got free Kelsey and Hill right yep. there. 13 seconds with timeouts. Don't understand it. Leslie Frazier had a great yep. year, but I don't understand it. I, you took the words out of my mouth. I was just going to say on my note was Les- Leslie Frazier and the Bills D let Josh Allen down. Because mm-hmm. Josh Allen did every single thing he could possibly do for his team to win that game. Don't get me wrong. I am not taking anything away from Patrick Mahomes. He was just as incredible. Yep. But f- for whatever reason, watching Josh Allen, especially towards the end of that game, running the ball, lowering his shoulder, like he was just. Two fourth down conversions it's at almost the end of fourth like, and 13 and scores a touchdown. And that it's only thing almost as if he, gets the two point. He you got know, it's, 
better yeah. in that one game. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't make sense, but like he, the, his growth from yeah. where he was when he started the game, where he was when he ended the game, like it was, oh. it was unreal. Oh. He put everyone on his back and yeah. he did everything he could. And the defense 13 seconds, man, yeah. 13 seconds. Dude, I, know. I know it's Patrick Mahomes, but Patrick Mahomes has to go 80 yards in 13 yards. seconds. And you let yards. him do it. Like, I agree though. I mean, why do you I, not why do you not squid kick it you know why do you, that, not, that, squib what, why, why do you no. not squib kick it and i understand too though i mean even if the squib kick might not but you you run a few more seconds off and if you yeah. get it bad you get it squib hit can go wrong though so i understand that logic and what happens they end up at the 35 maybe the 40 yard line there and then you're like oh man did we screw that up so yeah. a lot of a lot of things to go on the off season to think about that i just for buffalo you almost wish to a point that like you could just put both teams forward. You know what I mean? Like oh, let's yeah. just do it again next week. And then the week after, because that was, that was the best game. That was the Give best us a set, game. That's going to be the best series. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be the best Super Bowl. which obviously they won't play in a Super Bowl together because they're in the same conference, but it, it was, it was the best game that I've seen in my life. You know, yeah, two competitors, not, not necessarily a comeback game. Like, you know, Brady in the Super Bowl in Atlanta, that type of stuff, like head to head, touchdown for touchdown like yeah. just two stars the two top stars in the league that will probably be playing against each other in championship games for years to come i'm gonna yeah. say this too do i think the overtime rules need to be fixed yeah i think it's stupid for the nfl to have that as an overtime rule it's dumb but you know what that's what the rule is and you didn't win the coin toss so make a stop yeah i uh i disagree i like the overtime rules i i do not want to go to college to see this thing play where they're at the 25 to run up the score and just keeps going. I don't think that's a way of showing the better team winning the game by just who gets in the end zone end zone from the 25 yard line. And we just keep getting the score and it goes up to 85 to 75 or something like that. Like, I, I don't like that. I just think that, and you know, they, they had to, they had to stop them from getting in the end zone. Mm-hmm. They had to stop them from getting and. And I think it's fine. I'm I'm one of the few. I know people are going off it. The coin toss decided the game. No, the defense the let defense. him down by letting I, him right in the you. end zone. By letting him in the end zone. If even if you're holding a three, you still get a shot. Yeah. For that. So I I'm I'm the few that I think that the, the overtime rules are fine. I think that they should never end in its high during a regular season game. Like I think that's stupid. Like yeah. maybe go to something after that. But I think the overtime rules are fine. I just think in the overtime rules, I agree with you with the college. I don't think the 25 mm. yard line score touchdown. I, I think you should give both teams an, the chance to have possess the ball, mm. you know, if, and, and I guess you do that if you hold them to a field goal, right? Mm-hmm. So then, okay, mm-hmm. now here's your shot. But I, I think they could come out with something better, but I do not think that is what decided the game. I do not think the coin flip is what decided the game. No. Your defense, you have to come out. And like you said, you can even hold them to a field goal and you still get the ball. Just don't let them in the end zone. And they they didn't. They can't make a stop. So what's what's ironic about the whole thing is this was the claim that it was unfair from Kansas City back in 2018 or 19 when they lost to the Patriots because they lost because they went overtime. Patriots had the ball. They went down and scored. So they were one of the main teams that were asking the league to change this rule, to go on a vote on it. And now and they actually come. benefit <laughs> works it. in their it's, favor. It's wild. So yeah, it's funny how things come full around and work in your favor that way. But I want to say this and I ask a question for you. Was this Buffalo's greatest chance 
did, did they pass on their best chance to beat Kansas City? Like to go forward, you think that I or do you think you trust enough in Josh Allen that they can get there and they can get this monkey off their back? Because they got to think about it. They haven't they, they haven't beat them in the postseason yet. And four straight division championships, uh, conference championships for the Chiefs. Was this their best opportunity, though? Did they did they blow out their best opportunity to do that? I don't think so. I, I think the growth of Josh Allen just through what he did in the playoffs, a couple games that he was in, like mm-hmm. I said, it, even in the game, seeing where he started the game to where he finished, I feel like he grew just within that game. Um, no, I think especially because they lost last year and how close they were to getting there. And then the same thing again this year. I think Josh Allen's going to come out on a completely different level next year. And I said it, I think, a couple years ago that it'll be within the next two to three years that he will win MVP. And this is going to sit with him for a long time. And I think you just, a player of his caliber, this is a motivator for him. And he's going to put in all the work this offseason and come out. And like I said, I mean, he did everything he could to put his team, to give his team the chance. But I think whatever he can do, he's going to take that next step. I don't know he what did. contract situations they have, you know, with like Stefan, I think he's there for a while. Manuel Sanders. Eh. Do I think they need to upgrade a little bit in the receiver position? Although Gabriel Davis, you know, came out, maybe well, up him in the depth years. chart a little bit yeah. and utilize yeah. him a little bit more. I still think, and I said it last week, they have a running game and they utilize yeah. it a little bit, but I still think they need a bigger type of running back or, yeah. or, or, or a better duo system, something of that nature to help them on the offensive side, because Josh Allen can't throw for 400 yards, four TDs, and run for 100 every single game. That yeah. that eventually is going to take its toll. But I don't think this right. was their best chance. I still think that they have a couple years down the road with Josh Allen. It just depends what they do on the roster. Now, I'm just going to disagree because I think it, Josh Allen is elite, and I think he he grew to his the legend that is Josh Allen of being an elite quarterback and being the next like face of the league, but. Buffalo's chance right there. Think about it. You lost Honey Badger early in that game. Mm-hmm. You know, you you have the best defense going in. You were the number one defense, you know, and the running game was coming. all things were there for that game to take it right there. And like, I just I don't know if the stars will align that perfectly for Kansas City. Now, I don't know how long this Kansas City squad is going to stay to get together, but, you know, Mahomes ain't going anywhere because yeah. he signed or that Kelsey, big deal. He signed or Kelsey. Too. And I just don't see them breaking this up. It's it's going to be hard for them to find a better opportunity. The best way, I think, you know, we you talked about the home field, but maybe that home field might just be a little bit more. You got to get the one seed, I think, mm-hmm. next year. It has to come through Buffalo, you sure. know, because going to Arrowhead, I don't think they had a better opportunity right there as as the game was progressing to, you know, to knock off, to knock off the champ. Yeah. yeah but, I mean, it's hard. I do know this. We're going to have some really good AFC playoff football for the next couple of years. I think, I think you can count on that. My Um, goodness. The AFC is in great hands Yeah, for the quarterbacks right there. Just think about the quarterbacks that are still there right there. Holmes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert's coming. Lamar Jackson, when he gets right, you know, like there's still, there's still a lot of great young, young, yeah. Young quarterbacks. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's fun to watch. It really is. But that was, like we said, going into that segment, the best playoff yeah. weekend football that, you know. That you- game was an instant classic. Mm-hmm. Greatest QB battle. The legend grows between both quarterbacks. 
And I think that, you know, the league's in good hands with those guys. Heartbreaks for Buffalo. But congrats. We did Kansas City Chiefs. You know, they they took it 13 seconds. I mean, not not many teams could do that. I don't know any other teams that could possibly do that. 13 seconds. I know you had your timeouts, but you had to make two big plays and they made two big plays and the kick. So, yeah. Well, and you look at the the camaraderie and and the style of play between Kelsey and Mahomes and like he said you know you saw the sound bite this week when he came out and he's like just so you know not going to run the route that you guys yeah. that they want me to run because they're not they're not covering the middle of the field so having that says, type of relationship it. and then Mahomes is, says yeah exactly they're it. unbelievable and, then, and I know yeah. people don't want to see him in it every single year but dude if you enjoy football and you enjoy watching the best players and the best teams do it yeah you can be mad that they're in it, but dude, enjoy it while it's you lasting. Gotta not, because I know. they're freaking fantastic. They are. They're going to be know? talked. You know, I mean, they're, they're this historical four straight AFC championships. Yeah, and past you know the Super Bowls and whatnot. They're they're just they're it just seems like they're not going anywhere. They're not going to go anywhere anytime soon. Mahomes has been a starter for four years. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, He's been ever since he started for the Chiefs. They've been to the championship game. Unbelievable, man. A Unbelievable. Legend. A legend. So we'll get to watch him again one more time. But I'll, I have a I, this is going to be a question for Go you. Go ahead. Has Mahomes already surpassed Aaron Rodgers as being great, like greatest of all time? Not greatest of all time, because we know Tom is that. But in your rankings of quarterbacks, just off of postseason success and what he's done, has he passed Aaron Rodgers? I would say, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, you look at just take playoffs alone. Look right. what he's done in the playoffs. He's, right. he's got his ring, first of all. Yeah. yeah. Rodgers only has the one. Yeah. And in big moments and in big games, he's able to do it. And yeah, Rodgers can't. You know? And you could say this, too, for Mahomes. We're going to toot Mahomes' horn. He was you could necess- you could say that the two that the two playoffs that he's lost the one in the Super Bowl and the one in the AFC Championship game the one he didn't get the ball in overtime so mm-hmm. he never he didn't necessarily get a shot and then the last Super Bowl what would you expect him to do when he had no he had no, off- no, yeah. no line. offensive line yep so like you you, you credit as losses but if you watch if but you he watch was running the game, for his life trying to keep him in it they didn't lose because of him really you know yeah so that's just crazy it's crazy man but but all right that's transition now because we were talking about these the league and their future and port- quarterbacks yeah. let's stay let's on talk it. about let's talk about the legends two Have big names see- two big names that lost this weekend named tom brady ever heard of him and aaron Rodgers. What do you think their futures are right now, Dan? I think Tom Brady's going to walk away from the game of football. Yeah, and I, I say I say this because he he left the Patriots to go to Tampa Bay. He signed yeah. a two year deal, fifty million dollars. Yeah, he just finished his second year on that deal. Yeah, right. I I think there's too much unknown with Tampa Bay, the roster, coaching positions. Mm-hmm. For Brady to want to try to come back and commit to run it back to one more year. Cause if you look yeah. at the, if he does come back, it is his last season. There's well, no multiple seasons. This will be his last season. Does he come back to play one more season with a brand new offensive coordinator? Mm-hmm. Cause you think Leftwich is out. 
I think left which is gone. Yeah. You know what? I'll tell you right now. If left which becomes a head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady's coming back. I don't think he comes back to go one more season with a brand new offensive coordinator. I just don't see going through that whole process, learning a new playbook or that offensive coordinator adapting to Brady. Like, you don't know what's going to happen with Godwin because he's a free agent. You don't know what's going to happen with Leonard Fournette. Yeah. He's going to be 45 years old to start next year if he starts the season. Yeah. I mean, that's that's up there. And I don't think he has an issue walking away with a loss in the divisional round. The guy has seven Super Bowl rings. He's the greatest of all time. There's nothing more he can do to grow his legacy because he's at the top of the pyramid and is probably not going to be touched. I would be shocked. Maybe Tom Brady. But Tom Brady does not think like that. He holds a grudge and he he he's the ultimate competitor. Yeah. So but what I take, I'm I'm with you because I think hearing from his press conference after the fact that his tone and more talking about family and about deciding like I'm going to have to talk with that. I feel like the, the talk is a little different this year. It's and a then, different narrative. Yeah. I, I agree with you. If, if he steps back and looks at it that way, then, you know, what, what more do you have to prove? Because you did the thing that you most wanted to do. Once you, you left Belichick and you won without him and then you still had a great season, the second season. Mm-hmm. So then no, if you I look at the, his, if this I, I is, think, go ahead. I think the biggest thing is, I think he said he wants to sit long and long and talk with his family about what they want to do. His kids are old enough. He wants to be there around for them. But yeah, I think his kids might be like, dad, go, let's go get another one. You know, I sure. mean, I think that might be the <laughs> yeah. only thing that might be like, all right, you, you want me to, you know, I, I thought you guys might want me around her in the fall and in the winters and yeah. stuff like that. But if you want me to do it, then. I'm, I can I can do it. He can still do it. If you're you know, but if you're a Brady offspring, you're going to have a very competitive nature to yourself. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a great point. Um, I, I do, I'm with it, you, though. I'm leaning. I'm leaning that way. If we but, have it as and of I'll what, say this, January 26, right there, 2022. If I'm it's his that, last perform, if it's his last game, I think he's OK with his performance. He brought mm-hmm. his team back from 27 to three to tie the game and hopefully go into overtime or potentially win it. And defense gives up that last play. So it's not like his last game was a terrible performance and they got whooped. And I mean, he left it all out on the field and I think he's okay with that. Hey, what did Jay-Z say when he made the black album, when he was coming out to retire from being an MC, his one song, his opening track. What more can I say? Like, what more can I say to you? I've done it all, been it all. And I am the greatest. And that's what Jay-Z is, is what he is. And Tom Brady is by far the greatest that we've ever seen do it at the quarterback position. So what more can I say? What more can I do for you? And that's exactly what he has to sit back and think. And I'm, I mean, I hate to see him go, but he's done enough. He's and done anyone enough, that yeah. ever debates or any puts something like that, that he's not the best. You're just kidding yourself. You're not watching the same sport. Right. <laughs> um, right. But jumping to someone else a little bit younger does have some years left in the NFL, although has flirted with some retirement talk. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. He's been controlling the narrative all offseason, oh, off like the that. field. He wants yeah. everyone to be in his business because he's chat- talking about it. Doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild, he what, says. He does not. I don't wanna, mm-hmm. What does Aaron Rodgers do, Patrick? What I'm hearing as of now is that his decision is going to be made uh, he's trying to have his decision made before free agency, which is like the February 20th, February. I don't know exact date somewhere in February deadline where 
probably they can franchise tag a Devontae Adams to see if they bring him back if they do that because Devontae Adams is on contract and I don't think he's going to re-sign in Green Bay, especially if Rodgers isn't there. So I'm not exactly sure. I'm getting kind of tired of Rodgers, to be honest with you, with with what he's saying and whatnot, because I think uh, to be as good as he is, to not get it done, I think a lot of the blame falls to him. Um, I, I don't know. I don't think it's necessarily the last we see of him, um, but in Green Bay, I, I don't know. I think he starts somewhere fresh. I think, you know, it was the last dance. I think he might make a run at either Pittsburgh, Denver, and I think those are the first two that stick out to me, Pittsburgh or Denver. I'm going to throw another team in the mix for you because okay. I, I heard this from my uncle actually brought this up right after the game ended. Um, I don't think he retires. I think okay. he comes back to play because unlike Brady, there's no way he walks off of Lambeau Field with that type of performance and is satisfied with his career. I just yeah. don't see that. Not, not as an MVP caliber player, probably winning the MVP again this season back to back. And that's what you do in your career in the playoffs. You'll never be considered that great elite quarterback because of your playoff performance. Yeah. Um, I think he does similar to what Brady did. I think he leaves Green Bay and he's going to go and start fresh somewhere where he has an opportunity to win a Super Bowl and he's yeah. going to sign a two or three year deal and he's yeah. going to play out that contract and then yeah. he's done. You know what yeah. team my uncle said he should go to? Where? The San Francisco 49ers. Okay. Back to California. The, te- the team that he can't this, beat. The, the team that I, he can't I'm, beat. Well, California boy, the team that didn't draft him. Yeah. But they're built with a roster and security, and you see what they're doing in the playoffs. Now, everyone says, well, you've moved up. You traded yeah. three first-round picks to get Trey yeah. Lance, all that type yeah. of stuff. Yeah. How long did Aaron Rodgers sit behind Brett Favre? Uh, like three like, years, uh, right? Two or three good, years? At, least, at least three to four years. How long did Mahomes sit behind Alex Smith? Uh, One year, two years? I think it was like two or three, at least okay. two years, I think it okay. was. Okay. I understand Trey Lance is in the – wings waiting but yeah. he's on a rookie deal yeah you ship jimmy out you can bring rogers well, jimmy- in for two years mm-hmm. see if you can Jimmy's- win a super bowl or two and then trey lance is now you know to, working to help, under that to help your case right now kyle shanahan has not shied away during even this playoffs and press conferences that jimmy g will probably be is gone after this mm-hmm. like they're, they're not hiding the fact his contract is up and you know that they, they know what they did to try to build so there's no i don't see jimmy g 100 in a san francisco 49 uniform yeah. in this year even if they get to the super bowl i don't think he's there i think they they sell high then and get something back you know sure and um, the only because the only reason i say the niners i i'm not saying the niners my uncle had said the niners mm-hmm. um but the only reason I'm saying that is because he can go back home and have an opportunity to potentially win a Super Bowl and kind of resurrect his playoff career and, and story and all that type of stuff. But as a Niner fan hearing that, I don't know. I don't know where I would want to sit with that. I don't want the off-field drama coming with it. I'll tell you that much because that's what Kyle Shanahan has been saying in the press conferences. Mm-hmm. We have a locker room full of guys that are professional football players. They love the game. They love the practice. They want to come in here. They want to get better. They want to play. Not that Aaron Rodgers doesn't, but he has all this off field podcast and that type of stuff where he creates a lot of drama. So I don't know if I would want that storyline, but I think that's Mm. a team that potentially could be in that situation. The Niners were also in 
in for Brady when he was going to Tampa. They were one of the teams that they that was in that's the conversation. True. So that's true. Maybe they try to get in that conversation. I don't know. I think there are that a lot be. of teams that could use his services. I do like the first two that you said. That's what I kind of thought. I, it, to me, it's either Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers that's going to Pittsburgh. Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. I think Russell Wilson, yeah. but yeah, who knows? I, I agree. I, I, I definitely think uh, Pittsburgh is going to make a big splash in the quarterback. I mean, they need that exactly. But if you are one of those top tier elite quarterbacks, you're going to think, look at Pittsburgh as a intriguing destination because of their history, because of their coach and because of their weapons on offense, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I agree. I think Pittsburgh is going to be set with either Russ and you got, maybe even Deshaun too. I know they might be sure. a little yep. dicey going to Sean, but those are the three head front runners right there with it. But yeah. Um, one, one little, one more take on the quarterback that I want to, I saw this on Instagram. I mean, maybe you've known this cause it's your team and I didn't, but I want to know your opinion on it. But I saw, yeah. I saw a post that said the Washington football team was trying to trade up to draft Justin Fields. That's true. The price was too high. Yeah. How would you have felt about that? I, I think it's foolish. I think it's foolish that the price was too high. If you have a guy that you think is going to be your next face of the franchise at the quarterback position that we haven't had set in a long time, I think then you go get him. If you fully believe that he would be the guy, I was the I was the highest on Justin Fields coming out this year. Did he have the best season? Absolutely not. But you can't throw you can't close the book on him after one season and see what he could become because i mean who knows if matt Nagy and they got him prepared enough to be a nfl quarterback you know so sure uh, i i just liked it because uh if you know because we are in the same situation that we have been now what are we going to do sign a middle tier remember i talk about the three tiers yep. do we sign yep. a middle tier guy as a placeholder or do we draft someone so we're, we're in the same predicament that we have been in and you know we did trade up all those things for rg3 I think the injuries, you know, closed the book on that. But what sure. he could have been, I, I don't disagree with it. And, yeah, well, you know, when he was on the field, he was great. Yeah. So, yeah. You can't predict injuries. You know, that's, yeah. not, that's nothing you can predict. But, yeah, I, I saw that and I was like, what do you mean the price was too high? If that's the guy you want, you go get that guy. Plain and simple. So. Unfortunately, I think, you know, who's going to be our quarterback next year? Jimmy G. You think so? I think Jimmy G. I think Ron Rivera and Dan Snyder are going to be like, hey, look, this guy is a winner because look at his record. Yeah. And he's going to come here and like we're, it's going to be a good selling point, you sure. know, to be like, and we're going to overpay for him because San Francisco is going to try to get rid of him and we're going to pay, pay too much. And then we're going to be like, oh, okay. And now Jimmy G is <laughs> good, but he's not, there's a lot of fixing that needs to be done here. Yeah. We're going to get, our team name is going to be very up and down and uh, they're going to try to flash it with the new quarterback, whether they draft it, but, or they're probably going to throw money at it, but I don't know. I'm I'm thinking the Jimmy G man, man. it sucks. It sucks over over here. I'm a a roller coaster having Jimmy G as a quarterback. I'll tell you that much. I'm a Niner fan. He does win. He does win somehow. The team he's on wins, shall I say, but okay. Yeah, for sure. Let's do it. Enough quarterback talk. Let's get into it. Conference championship games. First game Sunday, Bengals at Chiefs. Three o'clock, Patrick. Bengals at Chiefs. What you got? All right. I mean, this is going to be a good one. (laughs) Uh, What's the over-under set? What's the the spread? 
Um, how, much, how much is the Chiefs favored by? Probably what, like six points? Uh, I have no idea. I just right guessed. Now. They are seven, actually. Seven. Full touchdown. Full touchdown. I think what the Bengals can hope for is they are a sneaky team. I think you said it best. They're sneaky. They, their passing game, they could take advantage of this Chiefs defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and that maybe the Chiefs kind of blew their load on this big battle, the Super Bowl game that we saw last week. I think that's the, what they're hoping for. Um, but it's but. too hard for – but playoff Mahomes is a real thing. Tyreek Hill is an extraordinarily fast human being. Yeah. The cheetah. The cheetah is just crazy. I, I can't go against them is because they have too many ways that they can hurt you. And the, it, it would be the ultimate upset if the Bengals win this game. Yeah. Well, I'll say this. The NFL does not want the Bengals to win this game. Otherwise, their Super Bowl ratings are going to be really low. No. <laughs> are you kidding me? You don't think, no, Joe, I, Cool, I, I, I don't say, think Joe Cool would sell in the Super Bowl? You don't I think, think he would, but I, I would say it in the sense of I think with the teams that are left, the NFL wants Chiefs-Rams because I think that's where they're going to get most of their viewership or that's where they hope they get most of their viewership. I don't know, man. I think, I think it would be a great I, story I, if I the think, Bengals get in. I think a lot of, uh, of the nation is – tired of the chiefs are, 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 sure. again I, I was in an airport watching the buffalo chiefs game and i was at just you know i'm waiting to catch my flight who who booked a flight around the biggest game of the year i did but <laughs> i watched that whole second half and at the entire bar no one had allegiance to buffalo but everyone sure. was pulling for buffalo That's i think a, a lot point. of people outside of missouri are hoping to see an upset seeing something new you know that people are tired of seeing the same old things they would get tired of the Patriots and all like that. And the chiefs are kind of become, have become that. Sure. You know what? You, you flipped my switch on that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, think I can agree love with that. Joe, the, the football fan, uh, like I think in the sub fan love that loves. Season. Yeah. Yeah. But so you're going chiefs. So I'm saying that they're just too hard to beat. I yeah. think they have the best remaining coach left, left out of all, all of them. Except I think Andy reads, Hey, has the most, experience you know mm-hmm. and uh the best quarterback and the best core on offense the best skill players all combined we would have the kelsey and having hill and just uh all the other components with that i think that they're just too big and it's a too big of a moment for the Bengals team not just burrow to overcome the chiefs i mean if the Bengals win you got all <laughs> you got all the love here from me but but the Chiefs are just too good. All right. Bengals took down Chiefs week 17, 34-31. Yes, they did. Burrow had almost 500 yards, four TDs. So this was the 266-yard day from Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be a high-scoring game. I actually think it's going to be very similar to the Bills-Chiefs game. Oh, wow. When it comes to competitiveness and scoring and stuff like that. Yeah. I just don't know. And I mean... Maybe they can because the Bills were the number one defense and weren't able to make a stop. Are the Bengals able to figure out how to make a stop for them to flip the score and get ahead in that game? Um, It's tough to go against the Chiefs, man. It really is because they've been here. They've been here. They know how to get here. They know how to get it done. They know how to get to the Super Bowl. You're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. <laughs> You're not gonna do it, are you? I don't want to say that they're not. You ready do yet. not like the Chiefs. <laughs> I don't want to say that they're not ready yet, but 
I I like I like the way the Bengals are carrying themselves. I like yeah. the way that Joe Burrow doesn't feel the moment's too big for him. He feels very comfortable in his skin in these big time games. Mm-hmm. Um, this is it's a tough one. It is, I know they're favored by seven, but I don't know how the Bengals beat the Chiefs. I just don't yes, know how they did. I saying. know they did it in the regular season, but I regular know. season and conference championship game are two different levels. Yeah. Um, Joe Burrow would have to have another 400, four TD game, no mm-hmm. mistakes for them yeah. to win it. And I don't know. Joe Mixon would have that. to be huge. Joe, yeah. they, they, maybe Joe Mixon would be huge though. Maybe like, maybe he doesn't have to, maybe the running game gashes them. Maybe. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, that's the hope. burn that clock, but I would love to see it, but I got to go with, Mahomes, you got to go with the Chiefs. This is this is where they they are every year. They know what, how to do it. They know how to get it done. So I'm gonna ride with the Chiefs, but yeah, I think the Bengals have a lot of hope in this game, and I think they can. The bang, they make have it to turn the. They have to win the takeaway battle. They, if, yeah. if they could somehow have some, you know, strip sack, you know, uh, an interception that bounces off the hands and pops up in the air, and Cincinnati takeaway, they have to have some create some takeaway opportunities. I think. Bengals, you have to keep everything on the table, like trick play wise too. Yeah. everything that you could kind of run, you know, have all your fourth downs ready because you, points have to beat this team. They, they the do. Kansas yeah, City yeah. can there's no deficit that they can't overcome with trying to score. You know, like you have to score touchdowns to beat this team as they many do touchdowns a lot in 13 seconds. So time doesn't exactly. matter to the Chiefs. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then when they got the ball in overtime, they just scored a touchdown just just like that. Straight just down, like that. man. Very dumb. And you said it, Tyree Kill. Like who who's the one that's going to shut him down? You mm-hmm. know, who's no the other one. person on the field that's no quick? one? You, Nobody. No one can shut him down. You can just only hope to contain. Yeah, you know, that's a good point. So. All right, we're both with the Chiefs. Final both matchup, Chiefs. NFC Championship. I thought you were going Bengals there for a second. I was like, I think he's going to go Bengals. Close. I just yeah. sorry, Stewie. I know. I, I mean, Stewie, I would love to see it. Don't get me wrong. I just don't – there's nothing for me to be able to lean that way over Patrick Mahomes. That's all it is. Right. But 49ers Rams Sunday, 630, NFC Championship mm-hmm. in SoFi, where the Super Bowl is going to be held in division game, matchup number three of the season. In SoFi Stadium with no San Francisco 49er fans there. Do you think that's going to happen, or do you think Absolutely they'll find not. a way to They're get there? Coming. They're, They're coming. They're coming, man. Ticketmaster – Ticketmaster actually opened the restriction, so they're selling to anyone and everyone. Oh yeah, um, Niners can, they'll find a way dude, to be there. They 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 travel well. People got to remember this: the Rams were in St. Louis yes. for a very long period of time. So how many die-hard Rams fans are in Cali? You know, there's probably a lot of Niners fans in Southern California because the Niners are right up the block in the Bay. You know, yeah. So yeah. I think there'll be plenty of Niner fans there. Um, I'll go first on this one. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan four and zero against Sean McVay. No wait, isn't it six and he's six and zero? Okay, he's six, six and zero. He's six and zero. Even better, McVay, six and zero. The last six straight, yeah. And we're two and zero against them on the season. Mm-hmm. Already beat them in their own house. Mm-hmm. Had to come back from behind to beat them to get into the playoffs, and they were playing to win the division, which they ended up winning because the nice. Cardinals lost. But yeah, I don't know what's better. Would you rather be the team playing in your own stadium against a division rival? to go to the Super Bowl in your stadium, or would you rather play spoiler and go into their house and beat them in their house and then play the Super Bowl in their house? 
I'd rather play spoiler. <laughs> okay. Am I nervous as shit for this game? Yeah, I am. Because <laughs> the Rams looked really good this past weekend. They did. Um, but, dude, the Niners defense has been the best defense in the playoffs, hands down, holding Dak to 17, holding Aaron Rodgers to 10 points. We've mm-hmm. already beaten the Rams twice. We're very familiar with them. The Rams defense is a very good defense, but for whatever reason, when they play the Niners and Kyle Shanahan's offensive schemes, mm-hmm. they can't make a stop on our running game. We're going right. to be able to run the ball, run the ball, play good defense. You should win championships. I think that's the key. I think that's what's going to happen. I don't know what the schemes were, and I don't want to say we stopped Devontae Adams. He had nine catches for 90 yards. Yeah. If you can keep Cooper Cup in that range, that gives yeah. you an even better chance. I am not worried about Cam Akers running the football. I'm not worried about Sony Michelle running the football because we have Eric Armstead right there in the middle and he's not letting anybody get a run game going. That's just how physical the Niners are playing. So let's go. I'm rolling with the boys. I think we're going to make it happen, but yeah, I'm nervous as shit for this game, but I think it'll be a repeat of the Super Bowl from a couple years ago. Niners chiefs, Niners chiefs back at another Super Bowl appearance, huh? That rematch, man. Well, Hey dude, I'm, uh, I, I'm I'm pulling for your boys this week. I think uh, what the Rams need to do is they're coming in and what what they did in the offseason was when they picked Stafford was we're going we're this going is, all yeah. in for the Super Bowl right yeah. here. They pick for the they trade for Von Miller. They trade for OBJ in the midseason. We are going for Super Bowl and we're not hiding the fact and we need to be playing at our best come playoff time with all these guys. They're doing that right now. They, they are. are. The stars are showing up. But. The problem is with the Rams is when they get in their own way, when they turn the ball over and they and they give these takeaways away, you see that morale and that, that, mm-hmm. that, that doubt of this. We're supposed to be doing this happen right here. We're supposed to be this. And what's happening right now, that sense of panic ha- happens. And I think you see that with McVay a little bit. I think he is a really, you know, great, great coach. One of the best in the game, but I think, his antics and how hype he is. I think he has to like try to convince himself that no, we, we got this. We got this here, yeah. right? That, but so um, the Rams are built for this though. The Rams have it all. If, if Cam Akers it, it shows up and doesn't turn the ball over, if all these stars come and play, they can win this game and they can win it big. Um, but yes. the Niners are physical. The Niners are physical. They, they Shanahan has a, leg up over McVeigh with all this with uh, as of late, you know, so mm-hmm. it's going to be tough. Whoever wins a turnover battle is going to win this game. As of now, I'm, I, it's hard to beat a team seven games <laughs> I know. in a row. I it know, man. Hard. It's, it's really hard. hard. I don't think it's a full set home field advantage for the Rams as well, too. Um, It's, it's going to be come down to Stafford right here. And sure. if it, if he's going to make enough plays, he can do it, you know, and uh, as long as Jimmy G doesn't cough it up. Yeah, I'm going to say <laughs> I'm going to say Niners. I'm going to go Niners. You are. I want, I want the Niners to win. Oh, That's man. How I'm going to go with the Niners to come back and uh, I'm just pulling for them. You know, I, I, yeah. I like them. I like this Niners team. I thought you were going Rams just because they they went out and got everyone to win a Super Bowl. So it would make sense. I mean, this yeah, is- yeah. It would. It's going to be a big letdown for that team if they don't get, at least get to the Super Bowl with that, yeah. all the moves that they made. So you can yeah. you can buy into all of that and easily pick that direction. Um, 
the one the reason I, I I'm I'm nervous obviously because the Rams have looked great, especially yeah. last week against the GOAT on offense and what they're doing. But the reason I'm picking the Niners is Sean McVay never commits to the run. He'll start mm-hmm. trying to run the ball, but when it gets stuffed and they're not getting consistent yardage, he bounces yeah. away from it and it's all passed from there. And I think what the Niners defense have done over the last three games with those five sacks in each game, one yeah. of those games being the Rams against Matthew Stafford, having Matthew Stafford drop back that much is not going to work in their favor because the Niners are able to get pressure. I think D'Amico Ryan's, and the defensive schemes and the disguises that he's been throwing over the last couple of weeks has really thrown quarterbacks off. And I think yeah. he continues that. And I, I think him passing 40 times a game is going to work in our favor on the defensive side of the ball. So we'll, that's, that's what I'm going to go with, but God, I'm nervous. <laughs> NFC West battle. We said yeah. it was the best division in football and here they are. One of them will prevail to yeah. the super bowl. And you know, the, the Rams are built for this. The Niners are still built for this, too. They just have to stick to what they're doing and yep. by, by being the most physical team out there. Yeah, no, I agree. Got to win up front. Got to get involved. Got to run the ball and make McVay beat you. You know, got to mm-hmm. make them, you know, force the issue, as you said. Yeah. So yep. there it is, Sibs Nation. Your boys That's pick it. the Chiefs. Niners in the Super Bowl. Let's go. We'll see what happens on Sunday. We will see. We will see what happens. Should be a good game. Hopefully it lives up. Good. <laughs> Where are you going to watch the game at? I'm watching it's it good. right here at home, baby. Here? Yeah. yeah. Ain't keep leaving the same the sweatshirt. Keep the superstition going. You same know, same... sweatshirts getting put on. Yep. Yeah. Wing yeah. stops happening on Sunday. It's all happening, <laughs> man. We're not changing stop. our... Just like the Niners shouldn't change who they are, we're not going to change who we You're are. You're not going to change the routine. I love that. Yep. I love that. Got to go with it, man. So That's we'll see. Sure. But Sibs Nation, that awesome. is episode number 41. Thank you guys for listening. We got some great football coming up. Um, And keep, you know, interacting with us on social media. We appreciate that. And guess what, Sibs Nation? If you are listening, we are going to do the return of the Super Bowl prediction contest where we're yes. asking guests to come on. Once the Super Bowl is solidified, we have that two weeks where we want to get people on to predict who's going to win and what the final score will be. The winner of that gets a free Sibs on Sports hoodie sent by your boys. And you get to listen to yourself on the podcast too. Hell we yeah. get everyone in here. So we're having that. I think we had around what, 15, 16 people last year we on did, there yep. like that. Um, it was awesome. Like that. So, Hey, if you're interested, please message us, let us know, text us to let us know if you want to jump on with your prediction and we'll get you on here. The more the merrier. Congratulations, Robert Sawyer. He was the one that won it last year. We're going to get him back on this year. Let's see if he can go back to back as the Super Bowl picking champion on Sibs. Robert Sawyer, back to back with it. We'll see. We'll see. Right, sorry, about your, sorry about your Titans, buddy. Oh, that's <laughs> right. You too, Jay Davis. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, all right, Sibs Nation. That's it. Episode that's 41. It. Thanks for listening. We'll be na- back next week to talk about who's in the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Happy drinks. Peace. Peace.